actually. Yeah, that that is really. that is great music. Well, you, I mean, no, I mean, it, it's that. hard to get you in a good mood, Petey. Music to get me going. It's all so. good. Um, thank you all so much for tuning into the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah here with PD Craig. We got Danielle behind the Mac, and uh, it, you know what time it is? It's time for our weekly segment with Pete Blackburn and DJ Bean of What Chaos for Chaos Theory and Sean DePaz. I didn't forget about you, Sean. I promise. Um, Pete and DJ, welcome back. Hit that shit again. That was hard. Say that again. <laughs> yeah. You'll oh, hear it again. Hear it. You'll hear it again. <laughs> All right, good. A little quiz show music. Yeah, because we, be... we got trivia for you guys again. I hope you're ready. Are you oh, going to be throwing anything live? <laughs> Are we going to be throwing anything live? No, not yet. <laughs> oh, no. Disappointing. Uh, we, we, yeah. Disappointing. Once, we, uh, once we start doing more Pro Shop Wars, we'll just have too much stuff. Uh, so we'll just like start throwing coffee mugs. When you're getting ready to do this, a little peek behind the curtain inside baseball for the listeners. I threw a water bottle because it felt like a rock and roll thing to do. And that is my uh, general disposition. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all right. Well, I know you guys finished recording your show and then the Ottawa senators fired their coach. So mm-hmm. we got to talk about it since you haven't had the chance to talk about it. We haven't had the chance to talk about it. And of course, the Senators are playing the Coyotes tomorrow night. Um, so, DJ Smith fired by Ottawa. Your initial reaction? I feel like we should. I get have been DJ clamoring for this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been clamoring for this for a while since we saw the last Michael Landlauer press conference. I feel bad that DJ Smith is the victim here, but he's from, not a victim. From the last, right? I mean, everybody wins. But from the last time I heard Senators owner Michael Landlauer speak. I wanted anything that could result in another Michael Andlauer press conference because that guy is, Pete and I have discussed this uh, way off, more often than we should, the most electric personality in the NHL, other than Tate McRae, probably the face <laughs> of the NHL right now. So every time the Senators lose, which is very often, we've said press conference time, mm-hmm. it's press conference time, baby. Yeah, I uh, I was like on the maybe make a coaching change train at the end of last season. Uh, I think this is a long time coming. I can't believe that he's what the fifth coach that's been fired so far this season. Uh, if you count Mike Babcock, so that's five. So I cannot believe that he is that high up on the list. So, you know, I, I think that it's due for a change. I, and you know, I'm, I'm glad that it's happened because I always feel bad about being the, Hey, you got to fire this guy. Uh, that kind of train just because like, I don't want to root for anybody to lose their job, but like DJ Smith has had this coming for a while. Yeah. It's uh, (laughs) of course though, the coyotes get to play the senators right after. Yeah. Maybe they get the coaching. coaching I got to ask you this though, (laughs) because we've talked about this on the show a few times for the past two seasons, Ottawa, at least North of the border, the hype around the Ottawa senators from my perspective, hasn't matched what, they actually have to offer on the ice. Just curious for your perspective on how much better the Ottawa centers actually should be than they are right now. Well, I agree with you. There's like some cellar dweller fatigue there, which is like, it's time now, comma, right? And it's like, is it? And they make the Debrinket move and that was really exciting. And it felt like they were kind of trying to skip two or three years of the process, but that doesn't always happen super easily. I didn't expect them to be very good this year. I didn't expect them to be a playoff team. I didn't expect them to be horrible. And them and at points, earmuffs, Sean, uh, the Sabres have been those kind of cellar dwellers in the Atlantic. I think with like teams like the Senators and Sabres, people are really eager 
to be first on the they're going to be good train with when they have like young players and there's sort of a spark that you see every once in a while. I I think that the Senators should be way better. They should not be last in the Eastern Conference. They should be way better than they are right now. I like a lot of their young talent. And I think the biggest problem that I've had with them over the past two years is just like, you know, maybe they don't have the best roster as a whole, but their coaching and the system is not getting the best out of the talented players that they have on the roster. And you see like that may have cost them a chance at keeping to bring it beyond that, that one year rental. And uh, you know, when you have young talent and you're not maximizing it, that feels like a waste. And it's been so frustrating. And I, I, you know, it's, it's been tough to watch the senators because of that. So do I think that they can be a lot better? Yes. Do I think that, you know, maybe they were a little bit overhyped yeah, but like not by much because we still have no idea what this team's potential is under a good coach. So is Jacques Martin the guy to unlock that potential? <laughs> Petey has thoughts, I know. Buddy, he hasn't I, coached well, as a he, head coach in this league for <laughs> over 10 years. Like what the? Buddy, he started in 1986. I was in high school. Like enough of Jacques Martin. He's been an assistant coach for 11 years. Really? He was in junior He's the interim. I was going to say, uh, oh. full disclosure, I'm coming straight from therapy, so I have been uh, like extremely off the grid as this has happened. I got out of therapy, was driving over here, saw the texts of like, wow, they fired DJ Smith, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool, ready to go. Let's talk about Michael Ann Lauer. It's Jacques Martin. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that is objectively hilarious. It, especially like with it being a young team. Yeah. Right? A young team and have the interim coach just be the oldest guy that you can find in the league is the best. <laughs> Yeah, that's literally, where I get a, the literally, he's 71 years me. old. He's and getting, I, listen, I don't want to get yeah. ages here, right? But he's 71 years old. Yeah. And like you said, is he, well, is he really a young team? Stutzla, Kachuk, even Chikrin, they're young guys. Yeah. And we've seen the evolution of coaches coaching younger players. And, and, and Jacques Martin doesn't fit in that. So interim, I, I can buy it. But I don't expect the coaching bump that you see from other guys that, oh, this guy's coaching us now. This will be great. Mm. I don't see that. How soon do you think like the next guy comes in? I would imagine that this is a very short interim. You think they do something else this season? Yeah, like I mean, you have Baruby on the market. You've got like you've got your options. Again, he's the the fifth coach fired, so there are guys yeah, who, guys if they want there. to bounce back, they can hire. But somebody. when that's happened, though, they've done that in one move. Like, like, right, I'm thinking of like yeah. when the Canadians did it. Like yeah. that's a someone's available. We want. Coach, you're fired. This guy's coming in. Right. And and like they they hired Jacques Martin like what two weeks ago, three weeks ago to like oversee the coaching yeah. staff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my question is why like why didn't you fire him weeks ago? Right. But we can all agree that it, it was an overdue firing. But like if Imminent. you bring in if you bring in a guy to kind of like oversee the transition, you're already planning on the next yeah. guy. Just fire him there. Right. Yeah, and then it makes you think, did they lose their runway? Because a few weeks ago, they were like, I don't know, they, it was earlier in the season. Maybe they could have come back from it. Now you look at their record and you think, yeah, like, yeah. what is there they, even I mean, to gain? At this they do point? still have a bunch of games in hand, but yeah, you're right. I mean, they're so far down. It, yeah. You even see it with Edmonton, right? They go on an eight-game winning streak, and then you lose still, two straight, and you're still yeah. well off the pace. when you. Also, I believe I saw that DJ Smith coach practice this morning. Well, Craig was really? there. Yeah. Craig, well... That wasn't him, he was, was it? On the ice for part of practice, he was? yes. Okay, because Craig actually nice. like saw it with his own two eyes. In Arizona. Oh, damn! That's right. People forget they're playing each other. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah not us. A lot of, <laughs> lot of things you, get forgotten you here in Arizona. Probably learned this by now, but the hockey universe revolves around the Coyotes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you what, we watched the Coyotes game. I don't want to tell tales out of school. We went to a little uh, bar <laughs> and we watched the Coyotes game on Friday night. Well, misbehaving from the boys. And uh, that's the end of that story. No, uh, we saw the Coyotes win solely due to video review. And yep. that was yes. the coolest talk we've ever seen. Yeah, there yep. you go. Yeah, a couple, a one nothing win and a 2 nothing win. It was a really thrilling weekend. Shout out Hunter. Yeah, Hunter Not Turney, the PD's successor. Yeah, Hunter Turney. They grow up so fast. They grow, they <laughs> oh, is there like, uh, is there bad, uh, I'm sure you'd say it if this, if there were, is there like a little rivalry there? No, he just took my job that I had for 23 years and then he <laughs> stepped in. That's all. That's no, all good. We're good. How do, you, how do you feel that he's clearly better than you? Yeah, clearly. Well, youth, he's got those young eyes. I'd have made the move too, clearly. I, I, I'm, and Yeah. I we could, had I mean, we had you, a lot of uh, like um, discourse around those video reviews at the bar. Yeah. There was a lot of like heated back and forth. We were it was a really crazy scene. We were uh, th three three guys at a bar watching sports, and I'll I swear to God, we were swapping opinions. Uh, we were looking at the game and <laughs> saying what we thought of it. Wow, that was really lie. groundbreaking. A couple stuff. of times, <laughs> we we raised our voices. It was <laughs> it was kind of a scene. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, we want to ask you guys about your most recent road trip to Columbus. Um, we just told you. That was it. <laughs> that was it? I'm kidding. Well, well, so Craig still has some trauma from the time the Coyotes lost 8-2 to the Columbus Blue Jackets oh, in Columbus dang. and the Cannon. Going, PTSD, yeah, yes. going off eight oh, times. Oh my goodness. Um, we saw you guys take a photo with the Columbus Cannon. What are your actual thoughts on the Cannon? Is it good or bad? EJ violated the Cannon. I Okay. <laughs> wow. They said, the, they said the only the only rule about taking a picture with the cannon is don't touch the cannon. And as soon as the boy gets up, leaned immediately. <laughs> as soon as DJ gets to the cannon, he just leans on it like full lean. <laughs> I said after, I said there's two rules. One, don't touch the cannon. Two, don't give someone rules while they're trying to decide their pose for a picture. <laughs> oh my god! They so, a whole uh, set of rules uh, around. Somebody the in line the for the the Canon photo, like fucking yelled at me. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, hey, don't, don't touch the Canon!" And she said. Most amazing thing ever. If they lose, it's, it's your, your fault. fault. If the Columbus <laughs> Blue Jackets lose a game, it is yeah. me. David Bean, it is my fault. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was my, like, my tongue was bleeding from how badly I was biting it. But uh, we had the, the Blue Jackets rock. We had such a fun time. With the them. cannon stinks, though. It's terrible. Yeah. Too loud. It's it scared all of us. Sean was every like, time. Here. Yeah. No good. Okay. So yeah. we're all in agreement. I'm, then. I'm in agreement on that. And by the way, yeah, there, I, there's a few other things that could contribute to the Columbus Blue Jackets losing, other than you touching the cannon. <laughs> Anyway, I don't ahead. know. I think it was a lot. Uh, like I was getting looks every time. <laughs> every time uh, Johnny Gaudreau gave the puck to the other team and uh, Jack Hughes scored, they were showing me on the jumbotron. <laughs> and, like, we're like, "Boo, this man!" <laughs> I, I did want to mention because we forgot to say it on our own show. We were telling all our fun stories from Columbus, get into trouble, watching hockey in a bar. Uh, <laughs> forgot to mention, Sean and I were on the big screen and. We killed that shit. Sean was like doing the, the camera guy was like right in front of Sean getting him. I was hanging on his shoulder. Sean was going like this with the Jersey. We looked amazing. And then when we were at the bar after 
uh, two locals came up to us and were like, hey, are you, and not to puff out our chests, every now and then we'll get the, hey, I like whatever piece of content you've made, nice to meet you sort of thing. Uh, they came up to me and Sean and they were like, hey, were you guys on the Jumbotron? And we were like, yeah. yeah and they were like, were. oh yeah, man, that was us, you guys yeah. killed it. Big <laughs> fan of your content. Yeah, truly, truly. It was awesome. I was in the bathroom while they were on the <laughs> That's tragic. <laughs> yeah. Stop right there. Yeah. I got to ask this. You're a New England guy, so I, I can probably guess where you sit on this, but did you, first of all, Mac did Jones you go to stinks? Well, oh, wait, no, go on. Sorry. <laughs> Tim Hortons has a uh, a location right right inside Nationwide Arena. I'm first of all, did you go there? Correct. Secondly, Tim's what? What was that, Sean? He said, I said watch, your you "Watch your mouth." No, he's asking a question. He's I'm not making asking a, a question. Tim's or Duncan? I mean, you want violation talk? I was straight up eating those Timbits. <laughs> is what we were doing. We went there. Got Timbits, got coffee. The coffee's trash. Uh, yeah, but the coffee's tough. The coffee is like Dunkin' Donuts level, or Dunkin', I'm sorry, uh, level fair. It's not supposed to be great. It's uh, It seems like it's Dunkin' level fair, but like is trying to mask that it might be a little bit worse. It is the hottest coffee that I've ever gotten in my life. It <laughs> yeah. is the Seinfeld level hot. That's the thing in general. Starbucks needs to chill with that thing, with that too. Starbucks like thinks that you want the hottest coffee in the world. Fuck, like, I, I always have to get cold brew now. But like Star but Starbucks mouth. intentionally burns its beans. Well, they burn it like in like the, in like an like artsy the pre way. process. And then when they make it, they just like, Overdo it to high heavens. This is high-end coffee talk from yeah, uh, the coffee boys. Tim Hortons yeah. seems like they literally make their coffee at the highest possible temperature in humanity. And it's it's like impossible to drink. And you know when you – like the uh, artisanal uh, like craft uh, cocktails where they'll put yes, something on top and like the light a leaf on fire on top <laughs> and be like, oh, now it's good. Like – Tim Hortons was doing that. Sean's looking at me like he's going to kill me. Uh, Tim Hortons was just doing that, but like raw dogging it. They were just going yeah. straight from, they were just taking like a torch and putting it on top of the coffee. Yeah, to it, make was, extra hot on top. it was not like one of those little clicky thing, handheld things. Yeah. It was like an actual blowtorch. It was off. Tim Hortons is made fresh. Their coffee is made fresh every 20 minutes. So that's probably why it was so hot. Secondly, Duncan tastes like actual dishwater, so it blows. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not going to bat for Duncan. Yeah, they're, bo they're both on the bad category. I will say Timbits probably are better yes, than uh, than Munchkin. And they made us wait nine and a half hours for our Timbits, which Wasn't is not a thing. I've been it. to Tim Hortons many a time. Had never experienced the Timbits. It's going to be another twenty five. Is that cool? And we were like, we did so much. Like, fortunately, the amount of work we do is uh, we did a lot of work out there, but we also found moments where we were like, Juan, just absolutely waste a half an hour. And we watched an, hour an entire and youth hockey game yeah. at Nationwide Arena. <laughs> it was the best. But they gave us fresh Timbits, and Sean was hyping the fuck out of the birthday cake Timbits. And I was all excited. I was like, I never had these before. Let me get them. And as I was about to order them, I realized Sean, everybody knows this famously, Sean does not like chocolate. Mm -hmm. So as I was ordering, I was like, wait. Among other things. Yeah. Are these good or do <laughs> are they just not chocolate? And that's like it's like the best non-chocolate item. So I was like, by the time I got them, I was like, these aren't even going to be that good. Those things were outstanding. Like my favorite of the Timbit flavors. Uh my favorite were the uh 
uh, peppermint, peppermint chocolate. Peppermint chocolate. Uh, so, so good. good. Great. Wow. Huh. I don't think I've had that one, but can't I, get will, here. I will agree. Nope. I mean, I'm a Canadian, so I'm team Tim Hortons all the way. And in the summer, an ice cap from Tim Hortons, nothing beats it. So there you mm, go. A French vanilla ice cap, Leah, you are talking my language. Yeah. Sean also like sent me a photo every time you guys were at Tim Hortons this weekend. So I, well, <laughs> we, we saw were, him, we, we saw him pull out the phone and <laughs> pointed at the wall. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? We're at a Tim Hortons. <laughs> I'm glad um, we're on the topic of Sean. I'm me too, because yeah. I think it's time for trivia. Mm-hmm. So, Danielle, Ooh. let's bring back the, the fun music because it's, it's how trivia. Sean, how well do you know Sean? Yes. And the theme, yes. the theme is Sean trivia. How well do you know your coworker, Sean? You already know. Oh, I, mean. I love this. You, Shit. I mean, call us Jennifer Aniston and Kevin Spacey because I, I feel Pete and I are about to look like a couple of horrible bosses. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yep, so Sean Trivia, you already know that he doesn't like chocolate. That's not one of the questions. So let's get started. Question one, Danielle, pull it up. What do we got? What is Sean's cat's name? <laughs> Hector. Bubbles. <laughs> wow. Deep Sean's name. DP. PH next, we all know that, right? Yes. It's yeah. baby. It's baby. It's baby. Baby is his cat. Baby. Oh, okay. So I do know that Shauna told me this at some point. Yeah, you just don't pay. That's attention. a good name. I like that name. <laughs> yeah, I, for the record, not nah, I didn't name her. It was what they were. They named her at the rescue. Shout out Heidi's Village, and um, I just kept it because I so respect well. the loyalty to the uh, to the original name. People like to be like, ah, oh, these are my rules. Well, my, I, yeah, my I, rules. I confuse the. Yeah. I think the reason I've told you the story before is because originally I was going to go get another cat with the intention. It was a boy that I was adamant on naming Turco after Marty Turco. Nice, but that cat unfortunately had feline leukemia long story so i ended up with another cat wow. um and wow, the baby baby wow. was what an uh, uplifting segment this is thanks sean <laughs> next question what is sean's least favorite animal disease <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's swine flu because i had it in elementary school i had a i had a cat that i named bridget when it was a uh, when it was oh. a kitten Thought it was a girl. Turns out it had a penis, had a cat penis. Uh, and that cat lived for like 18 years as a man with the name Bridget. I love I love when names, though, that oh are like, typically affixed to whatever. Like, fuck any of that heteronormative shit. So I like, just, I like that. There we go. Oh, my Stuck gosh. With. All right. Oh, are, are we ready for question number Craig, two? you have to ask this okay, one. Okay, I'll read it. <clears throat> go ahead, Danielle. Which NBA player does Sean incorrectly view as the greatest of all time? I mean, this is crazy because Sean is an extremely pragmatic sports fan. And I feel like I've had a lot of conversations with you about non-hockey sports. And while you're a very passionate fan, I like that we can like typically fall back on all these other idiots are fucking crazy. So I would think you'd feel LeBron is the best basketball player of all time. Please tell me. Damn straight he is. He's the best player of the most oh, advanced okay. version of wow. the sport. Thus he is so, the best player of all time. Wait, so you so you lot. Craig, who just so happens to be from Chicago, just so happens to think that Michael Jordan's the best of all time. Okay. I would be uh, I don't have a strong feeling either way, but like saying that he's wrong and putting it on the cue card in Jeopardy 
that's a crazy move. That, LeBron that was, is for sure in the discussion I don't know. of best. I don't know how I have coworkers who have my back and don't forget me. I was, I also, I was I'm trying also, to think. I was like, what basketball player like has some connection to Buffalo? Because Sean loves every every yeah. person to an insane degree right. who has like ever Bob even McAdoo touched the city of Buffalo. And while we're yeah, doing Bob Jeopardy, McAdoo. while we're doing Jeopardy and looking really smart, uh, there should not be a hyphen uh, in of all time there. Ooh. If it were, uh, who does he think is the Cook. all-time greatest? Cook. There that would be. I hey. I copied and pasted right from the no, question. No, I, I think Craig there was problems with the editing because I don't know where incorrectly <laughs> came from. It's either. a software no thing. A fucking no autocorrect. Software. <laughs> yep. We're blaming software. All right. Next question. I love that. I love that you guys tried to like put us in a position where we would uh, we would kind of fight and uh, get like divorced here, and we threw it right back on you. Now you, you guys have to fight us. about punctuation. Fair enough. All right. Next question. Sean is actually his middle name. What's his first name? Eric. I think we don't book it's his Eric. We book his flights. They had to book my flights recently, and I had to make sure that they knew my first name Look was Eric. So I didn't get uh, all right. Well, can you say motherfuckers right? on Jeopardy? They really do you are, care. You are two for three. Yeah, really good. All right. Next question. Um. All right. How many siblings does Sean have, and where does he fall in the birth order? Now there's baby. There was another <laughs> one, but it had cat leukemia. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that's Brother, a tough one. Okay. That is a tough one. Can I, I'm going to do a cop out and guess he's an only child. I was going to say, I think this is a trick question. He's an only child. Wrong. He's not. Damn. He has two siblings. He's the oh, oldest. Oh, you're the oldest? I have two younger sisters. Okay. All right. Wow. Wait, you you only have sisters? Yes. Gang. Gang. Yeah, same. Yeah. Whoa. Look at us. No, not See? a single. We're helping you guys learn about none each other. of us grew up with like male peers yes, it, does. Yeah. it really does <laughs> sure does you've heard of girl dads nobody now was around we... to beat us up yeah, we... right. <laughs> yeah. Well, i was gonna say a we listen and b no one we've never gotten our asses kicked <laughs> at least not in our family yeah all right are we ready for the next one i hope you have a hundred more of these yeah huh. It's strange there was an edit here as well. Oh, this is uh, John Newhouse School. The original was Yeah, we'll even give you the Cronkite thing because he's got a Cronkite mug. Yeah, the Cronkite School wait at wait, Syracuse wait, University. Yeah, it was Cronkite. No, that's his, it's Syracuse. That's oh, Cronkite is ASU? Cronkite was his. That was oh, his Syracuse. Yeah. Syracuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We got it. Well, then we know both schools. He brought that mug. Couldn't bring the goddamn mug I gave him for Christmas. Yeah, Sean, you left your mug. The, the okay, I was your... looking for that the other day. I was Buddy. I left it there. We yeah, have I was, it. I was going crazy. I swear to God, I was going sure through all of did. my shit, being like, where looking for that specific mug the other day. It's in Syracuse orange with your head on it, and it's, you it's left at it my here. Desk. Yeah. Yeah, this is such a good acting job by Sean earlier in, in this week. He was like, I hope those I need new mugs. I'm trying to reset. Stupid mugs. Shitty mugs behind. Like all the extension occurring here. Everything in PHNX. I wanted to bring a mug into the studio. Everyone is fighting now. This is good. This is what we're He said, I've left Phoenix and fittingly burned all my old mugs. And now I will rise with a new collection. Because fuck that one that Petey gave me. We'll ship it to you. We will ship it to you so DJ can throw it on set. (laughs) Please do. We're going to do it at some point with glass. We're going to... Sorry to the building if they're hearing this. We're gonna do that. Yeah, we're gonna oh do. But we're gonna pull a, a Ryan Howard from the office on drugs. Finish the beer, <laughs> smash it down. I did do that at one point in my life with a whiskey bottle. Thought it would feel amazing, and all I want to do is clean up afterwards. Yeah, same. Yeah, that would be my anxiety. Yep. Yep. I have that same anxiety. Okay. Um. All right. Next question. In what field did Sean earn his undergraduate degree? It's advertising. Wow. Marketing. Nailing this. 
I honestly Bang. didn't know that you knew that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure I had told you because I tell most people most things about my life. But it was I like it. it was like the first thing for some reason. First thing that like we talked about. Advertising okay. major, poli sci minor. Fun fact. Hey, Sean, before we get to the last two questions, I just want to ask, does it feel good not to be forgotten behind the Mac on this show? <laughs> yeah, finally. I mean, I, you know, I spent the last, what, two to three years with a host who barely remembered my name. So it's, it's really nice that uh, the host of this show, they, they look out for me. All right. All right. <clears throat> Sean has an unreasonable slash extreme fear disdain for this animal. What is it? Let me be clear. There is no fear, only disdain. I do not, no, I, I do I not sense fear a little fear. Animal. I sense a little fear. I, we there talked is none. about an encounter with this particular animal, and you wanted okay. no part of it. So just yeah, saying. Because they don't deserve time with me. That's All right, why. Pete, you trying to do some deductive reasoning? Yeah. Sean knows these people from being in Arizona. Yeah. Could it be, could it have come up because, oh, I saw a snake, or I saw a reasoning fucking frogs what do you guys i'll tell you this right now it is not that it is not that normal it's not that normal it is not that normal is it like a like it's bizarre is it dog only at a zoo zoo or you can only see it in a zoo or another country or another country that is not here that's way down under oh oh kangaroo no close uh, okay, what it up, Daniel? Koala? It's koala. A koala. It's a koala. Which I don't know if you knew this, but almost all wild koalas have chlamydia. They're one <laughs> I of the, know that, yeah. They are one of the most Damn. aggressive animals on the planet. Um, they also sleep like 20 out of 24 hours a day. Why, you might ask? Because they eat eucalyptus that has no nutritional value and is so bad for you, in fact, that it is poisonous. And so when baby koalas are born, they can't eat eucalyptus because, again, it is poisonous. So what do they do to adjust their stomachs to eucalyptus? They latch themselves to their parents' assholes and eat their parents' shit so they can get used to what is in eucalyptus. They're some of the worst animals of all this time. This is like an X-rated <laughs> phantom thread. I'll be I'll, I'll be honest with you. You just sold me on that not Thank being you. unreasonable they in like are 13 awful. seconds. They're one of the worst animals ever. Go look up a sound a video of koala bears fighting. The sounds that they make are ungodly. I did wow. know that they had uh, they all of them basically had chlamydia because Tom Segura just had a, rec- a recently a pretty good bit about it. That just scratches the surface. Wow. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay. And Sean also conveniently left his koala statue in Arizona with a mug. So I see how it yeah. is. I, I one of two. I have a koala statue with me in my apartment on top of my fridge. Wait, which one do you have? Uh, the one that showed up on my desk mysteriously one day. The light up. The one. The one the, from literally from that Australia. we brought back from Australia. I'll okay. make sure it gets back to you. Don't worry. <laughs> That's incredible. Um. Okay. Last question. How many different looks has Sean had? In his PHNX tenure. The limit does not exist. That is yeah. the correct that answer. Is the correct that ending. is the correct answer. Wow. And we have some images here. Oh, God. Of- wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize y'all are doing all this. Damn. <laughs> Look at that Slim Shady looking ass in the middle. I mean, right. So Slim Shady is the funniest one for yeah. sure. That was, that was a bet that I lost to one of my co-hosts because of Joe Burrow. That so you couldn't look like Slim Shady? Top top left has to be like like one of your first That's five like day days one, on yeah. the job, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, I mean, bottom left, they, I can see like some like some of these straight up do not look like you. The, <laughs> the important thing here is that with each one, you are progressing in the right direction. That is I, the chronological order. Left. So that's, I, that's good. I guess that is. I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, I mean, like, I just, you, I, no, you I, just know a, I can't go back, sir. You have arrived. 
I appreciate that. But folks, you probably don't know this. Uh, do you know about the uh, hot tub effect? I don't. No. Uh, probably not. Pete and I are the only two humans in the world who know about it. But uh, yeah, for sure, because you made it up. Yeah, you know when you're in a hot tub and after a while it doesn't feel so hot anymore. So what do you do? You get out. You go into the pool for a second. Yeah. That feels super cold. Then when you get back into the hot tub, the water feels hot again. Correct. Yes. Fair. There's a thing. For sure, it's a thing in humanity where when you've had the same look for a while and you want to feel hot again, you intentionally make yourself a little uglier. You change your look for a week, a month. I'm on like 11 years of doing it right now myself. I'm invested in this method. And then when you go back to looking the way you looked before, people are like, wow, glow up. So Sean, (laughs) if you're ever not feeling super confident, Tap back into not that those were horrible looks, but like tap back into one of those less perfect ones. Oh no, some of them were awful for sure. <laughs> I, 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 you know, that just I think I'm gonna shave my mustache. I think that's what I learned from those pictures. I oh think uh, Tom, uh, Sean's looks are like Tom Brady's favorite Super Bowls. His favorite, the, the next best one. one is the next one. Yeah. Do you have any Fruit. thoughts for the next one? Uh, I think I'm gonna get cornrows and shave my mustache. Oh. All right. All right. There you go. All right. Well, that's Sean trivia. We hope this you enjoy. This is better than anything we've done on any show, yours or ours or anybody's. <laughs> I know I'm a little biased, but I very much enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Oh, boy. All right. Well, before we let you go, what do you guys have on the horizon that people can look forward to on your show? Nothing. We're just going to like, cool. we re-rack all this and then play it during our show. <laughs> We're like, hey, in case you missed it, uh, this is what we've been up to. No, uh, tomorrow we've got uh, a sit down with Adam Fantilli. That is excellent. He's awesome. We did a bunch of stuff in Columbus, obviously content wise. So that's coming. We've got the latest episode of our Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want, social series, Pro Shop Wars, in which we go to a pro shop with the same budget to see you can get the best haul I don't know if we should give away which pro shop we did it in for this week, but it's a really fun one. And if you haven't seen the first one that we did in Chicago, subscribe on Instagram, TikTok, wherever, and you can find that. We're also creating the legitimacy of hat tricks now. And there were two over the Peters. weekend. So uh, yeah, if whenever there's a hat trick, you know where to come to. We're, we're giving uh, grades on the on their actual legitimacy. Based on empty net goal. Quality of goal. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very hey, scientific. by the way, was the sit down with Fantilli before or after he became the fourth line left wing? <laughs> that was before. Okay. Shut up, man. Uh, <laughs> it was before. Uh, but it's okay. Some of his teammates had worse games than him on Saturday, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, getting separated from Johnny Goudreau at this point is probably not a demotion, even if it's to the fourth line. This We're Fantilli, old- guys. He's fantastic. He gives us, so we're uh, well-known in North America for incredible icebreaker questions in our interviews. This, his answer to our first question, which of course wasn't a question, is like the best intro we've had on one of these things. And if you go back through ours, there have been some really good ones. Fantilli takes the cake though, so you're not going to want to miss this. All right. Awesome. Well, thank What do you guys, guys have coming up? Oh, you know, just... We're just being polite. <laughs> yeah, HK. Yeah, who yeah. cares? Who cares? Uh, Coyote Senators PD's going to shit on reverse VH. Yeah. And yes. I'm, Uncle, I'm done. You, were, you weren't wrong on that. Yeah, PD... But you're six foot five. It should never <laughs> go over go. your shoulder, ever. Thank ever. you. I have been... I have been 
crusading. I have been on a mission on your behalf to spread the gospel Sean's of the standing on a street corner. Yeah, that's, take, that's why there aren't North American goalies on the top of the list of the goaltenders anymore. That's why it's Shisterkin. That's why it's Sorokin because they don't learn that when they're six and stay down and stay down when they're five foot. <laughs> Anyway, we were co- we were considering having you on to just do like a segment on that, explaining it to people. Yeah, but you're we, like, do we do information? No. <laughs> do we do valuable content? I don't know if we're like an information podcast. Yeah. We yeah. know one. Literally, no one cares. I'm okay with that. That's okay. I I have these little rants, and I just do that. It's almost like in a vacuum at times. So no, so don't. And, and your two co-hosts are anti-rantas from you. So <laughs> oh, wow, so that's pretty good. Pun. Nice. I'm oh. so fucking smart. And that was really yeah. good. Oh, look, your time's up. All yeah. right. Ooh. On that note, thanks so much, P. DJ and Sean. We appreciate thanks, you. Thanks, guys. I will see you Love next you week. Love it. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. Thank you to the What Chaos crew. What Chaos. If you're not listening to What Chaos, it's why so are you? It's so funny. I laugh every time yeah, I yeah. watch. The Chaos show. The uh, national all-city show for yes, hockey. Yes. Live Monday through Thursday, every single day. You can check them out on YouTube That's or wherever Johnson, you get your podcasts. Yes. Johnson, who are they? Pete Blackburn, DJ Bean, Sean DePaz, the crew of What Chaos and All-City They make hockey, hockey fun. They do. Yeah, this is a great Kind of like the antithesis really to this show. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. Um, I don't know how much the Suns are making basketball fun these days, but... I highly recommend checking them out. Um, Who's got a better record right now? A lot of teams. Arizona. No, but I mean, hey, we're Coyotes this close to being a 500 team after a loss Coyotes to these four-win Wizards. Arizona's Family Sports, where you can watch the Phoenix Suns. Uh, yeah, they play in. their next game tomorrow on Arizona Family Sports at 8 p.m. So if you're wondering, where do I find this? Wherever you live in Arizona, visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. AZ Family is a great resource to help you find Phoenix Suns Games on Arizona Family Sports. And if you want to bank like one Craig Morgan. One Craig Morgan. If you, who doesn't want to bank who doesn't like Craig? Wa- I want to bank like Craig. Check out yeah. Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's largest, most trusted credit union. Um, and especially this holiday season, if you're looking for a little bonus cash, when you open a free checking account what online, you get? you get $200 in bonuses over at Desert Financial Credit Union. Take care of my so get right started there. by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. Or better known as... And remember, if it's good enough for Craig, it's probably too good for you. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk a little bit more NHL news. Um, the Winnipeg Jets, at one point, were leading the Central Division what in the, the last hell? week. They can get back there tonight. They can. This is I thought that Kyle Connor was going to make it. Like I thought that the, the I thought they were going to start sinking. Well, I thought that was the Kyle plan. Connor out six to eight weeks we, before the season started. First of all, no one knew what to make of it. Then they re-signed um, Hellybuck. They re-signed Shifley. All of a sudden, you're thinking, "Huh, this is interesting." And Man, they were off from there, and they are one of the best teams in a top-heavy central division. Uh, are you guys surprised? Like, is this Not surprised? Like, I, yeah. I, I've said this on the show multiple times. I don't think the Winnipeg Jets are that good. I, at this point, I'm probably wrong because they're hitting the 30-game mark. I think they play the Canadiens tonight, and they can move back into first place in the central ahead of the Colorado Avalanche, ahead of the Dallas Stars. Now, mind you, the point totals are not quite as high as the other divisions, but still this team has a plus 21 goal differential right now. Why are the Winnipeg Jets this good? And as you mentioned, Kyle Connor's out now. Why are they this good? I don't get it. Yeah, they I are, don't I don't know. They're nine four and one on the road. And you look at you look at um Hallebeck and he, yeah. he's a guy that he's got an under three save uh, goals against he's over nine one seven save percentage, which are good numbers. Yeah. They're good. They're not elite though. They're not elite. They're yeah. good. 
Um, and this is the team that gets their scoring balance. They, and you, we looked at Kyle Connor, who still leads this team in goals, even though he has, he's played fewer games now. He's three. He's been out for three. Uh, they're getting balanced scoring. They play hard. And they play. They play north south. I mean, this isn't. This is a team that plays really quick and fast, and they can play with a little bit of an edge, a little heavier. And I know, like we talk about, the Coyotes have trouble with teams that play like that. This Jet team is for real now. They're second in the Central Division. Would you said they had an opportunity to move into first? Um, I didn't have them that high in the, in the oh. division. I thought the Minnesota Wild would be where they are. Uh, and I thought the Coyotes would be battling it out with with Winnipeg as one of that middle tier. And and so uh, this is a surprise to me. I will say their head coach and Rick Bonus. Um, I believe in Rick Bonus. I would play hard for Rick Bonus. I'd go through a big wall for him. And I think with his departure for medical issues with his wife and upon his return, they have really taken it to a new level. Like they, they've really jump started from his return. So um, it's a team to keep your eye on in the central division. And it's absolutely a team to keep your eye on in the West because the West, again, is top heavy. And I don't think that that middle tier is going to be able to get over when it comes to playoff time. And the jets are going to be there. Yeah. Jets absolutely. are a playoff team. Yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating. Um, well, keeping with the West, there have been some key goalie injuries. Yeah. Makes, makes you feel as a Coyotes fan, you know, happy to have the the goaltending that the Coyotes have had, especially when you look around the rest of the league at Carolina, specifically Edmonton, um, some goaltender struggles. But um, unfortunately for Dallas, Jake Ottinger is out with an injury. And, yeah, week uh, to week is after tests. So they, I guess they avoided the worst case scenario. But still, week to week is not great for no, your top guy. It's Go ahead. not. And Hill as well. Have you seen anything on Aiden Hill I yet? Have a report? Because he left the game last night and... He had had the injury before. Yeah, I have not. That's, I mean, and it's crazy when we, and I know we're going to talk goalies anyway, but roll this into what's going on around the league with goaltending right now. They're, it's like quarterbacks now. There aren't enough of them yeah, to yeah. even crazy. But what build is teams that, at this point. What changed? Is it the schedule is more difficult? Is the style of play that they're playing with being up and down and up and down more difficult on their joints, their knees, Maybe. their hips, their ankles, and thus they're more prone to injury. Is it is the the refereeing and the league not protecting goaltenders through the blue paint? Um, like, well, what is leading? Because you got to have three goalies now. Yeah, yeah, and the Coyotes, luckily, knock on wood, they've been able to get through this point in the season with two. Um, most teams have been been at least three deep by now. So I, I don't know what the answer is, but you're right. We, you see some teams last year going four, five, six deep. I, Vegas, Vegas yeah. And they end up winning the cup. So I don't know what it's going to have to get looked at. What, what's going on with these goaltenders? Because once you guys, once the Texas Dallas, you lose Ottinger, Ottinger's a big deal there. Like, yeah, he is. He's, he's the one they, they rely on to get them to be a Stanley Cup favorite. Um, not, nothing against Scott Wedgwood, but, but he's not a guy I don't think that can lead him to the promised land. I think he's a stopgap and he can get him through a few weeks. They signed a, a, a free agent college kid. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're, they're, we'll see what happens to them. Um, but if but they can play 500, they'll be okay. It's big teams, too. Like, we're talking about Vegas and Dallas there. You know Carolina's got oh issues. I mean, Auntie Ronta's with the Chicago Wolves now. Yeah. Edmonton has goaltending issues. These are these are all teams we were talking about as cup contenders. And now it's like, wow. It, it's a crazy situation in, in your own team, uh, the Toronto Maple I, I mean, you credit them to me all the time, but I, I'm a hater. You're a Pittsburgh Penguin fan. I forgot. Yeah. I'm only a Leafs fan during the playoffs when, like, the Coyotes are not in the playoffs. So there you go. Like, um, look at their crazy situation, though. Martin Jones. 33 like, years old. Is, is is he back? I mean, it's way too small a sample to say, but he, he's played really well for them. Yeah. Can you imagine if that happens with Toronto with all their problems with goaltending? 
and Martin suddenly Martin Jones becomes your but, savior. I mean, look at last, like, again, going back to Vegas, who of us thought Aiden Hill was the guy? Right. Like, he, we saw him here in Arizona, nothing against Aiden Hill, but, like, he's no Andre Vasilevsky, so all of a sudden he's winning them a Stanley Cup. <laughs> Who's to say Martin Jones can't for the Leafs, although the Leafs, I think, have other issues, but that's for another day. Mm. But yeah, the the goal the goaltending situation and like Jack Campbell's down in the American Hockey League, but he got pulled I think over the weekend. Like he's not, not well down he's there either. Struggling, so man, it's just an interesting Which interesting situation. Underscores why the Coyotes aren't trading Karelva Milka. Back to yeah, back to back to that. He's not getting traded. He's not getting traded. They don't have depth in their organization. They don't. They don't. They lost Ivan Prozatov to Colorado. And right now he's he's the backup in Colorado. I'm still not sure that that's it. Like people, after a few good starts, people always oh, playing really well. Well, he didn't play well the other night, and we'll see how he can sustain. I don't believe Ivan Perosov is a backup in the NHL at this point. There are a lot of teams with goaltending issues. Well, just one of them is not the Arizona Coyotes, by the way. Correct. Connor Ingram, back, back shutouts, buddy, vaulted to the top ten. Um, individually in, in most goaltending categories. Ingram's having himself a year. Yep. NHL.com in, in town this week. Ooh. Our buddy Emily Benjamin oh, here fun. to do a story on Connor Ingram. I know a lot of really? people have been talking about him. Yeah. I mean, he, he's earned it. He's been unbelievable. Sure. So great. Connor Ingram might be the Coyotes' most valuable player this season. Yeah. And on that note, who is your most valuable player in the NHL right now, December 18th? It ain't who, Connor McDavid. Yeah. And I, like I sat here before the season started for my heart vote I said oh well it's gonna be McDavid don't feel that way right now he's not even a finalist who do you guys have right now and obviously subject to change but who's the MVP right now in the league if the heart was awarded today the best player right now statistically is Nikita Kucherov but his team's not even in a playoff spot leads in goals and points but if you're gonna be an MVP you gotta play for a better team than that don't you yeah I think so like individually he's probably had the best numbers but I don't know if he's an MVP candidate this is a tough one. And and listen, the other thing that always bugs me about the Hart Trophy is, oh, you can't vote for a goalie. You can't go vote for a defenseman. Usually most years they, it doesn't happen because, well, they already have their own award, which is just a dumb answer. This, it's about MVP of the league. Um, so if I had to guess right now, I'd probably pick Nate McKinnon. You know, also be an interesting name in that in that group. Um, is a team that I think surprised a lot of a lot of people this year is the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. And you got to look at a guy like JT Miller. Mm. JT Miller, resurgent, and gosh, they don't even know if they want him around. Leads that team. He's third in the National Hockey League in points right now. Monster season. Monster season. Unbelievable season from a guy that, oh, I'm not sure he can play there anymore. Does he play their style of hockey? Uh, His name's absolutely got to be in the conversation. Brock Besser, too. Yeah, Brock Besser's been great. Elijah Peterson's been great. I mean, I've been been staring at the NHL stat leaders, and I just. Man, I just don't even know. It's, I not, mean, it's not Kale McCarr. And Quinn he, Hughes? Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes got better is a numbers. fair question, too, yeah. I think. Quinn Hughes is another one. But he's a defense. Oh, he's a defenseman, though. Yeah, they he got win the Norris, so he can't win the MVP. Yep. <sighs> Quinn Hughes' numbers are defend- really Give us two defensive and trophies. Not only Quinn Hughes- Which of those three positions plays the least amount of ice time? Forward, defense, or goalie? Forward. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> wow, I, I didn't know where I was going, but I like it because <laughs> who has the most impact on a game. And not only is Quinn Hughes putting up those kind of numbers, one thing I like about Quinn Hughes, he's plus 23. Yeah. So it, you talk about defensemen getting those kind of numbers, like that guy that used to play in San Jose plays plays out east now. <laughs> that guy who yeah. used to play well, you know in San his Jose. Name. He, he, was, he had put up a lot of points, but he wasn't a plus, plus player. Quinn Hughes is plus 23. Yeah, like if you watch, if you follow Mike Kelly, 
he'll like put out a new crazy stat yeah. on Quinn Hughes every week about what he's doing offensively, driving offense. He's, yeah. he's had an unbelievable season. I think he'd be a great choice at this point of the season. Yeah. Crazy. When, Let us know in the chat who your MVP is right now, and I will see if you guys agree or disagree with us. Uh, but right now, it's anybody's game. You know what else is anybody's game? The Arizona Lottery. Hey, hey, uh, Segway. How about that? You can win anytime you do a holiday scratcher. This is a true story. Yesterday, I went to do my grocery shopping at Fry's, and they have the big Arizona Lottery machine. It's basically like a vending machine, but it's all touchscreen. And if my family's watching, spoiler alert, I literally went and I bought, I got six of the $1 ones and six of the $2 ones, and I'm putting it into one of each, and every single person's stocking, and I... And it's so fun because like you just hit the screen and it comes. It was so easy. I like was walking out with my car. I was like, I'm going to do this really quick. So I literally got every single person in my family an Arizona lottery holiday scratcher. <laughs> it's just that easy. Makes the best stocking stuff stuffer. Um, and you can get more of the big ticket ones. If you want to have more of a gift level, whatever it is, go out and buy your holiday scratchers today. Find a retailer like our friends at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. You must be 21 or older to play. And as I mentioned, Circle K does sell Arizona Lottery scratchers. So next time you're at a Circle K, stop by, go inside, get yourself some scratchers, a snack, some drinks, whatever it is. And if you're part of the inner circle, there's free stuff every single day on there. 31 days of Circle K in the inner circle app, free prizes, Snacks, weekly entry into grand prizes, as well as 25 cents per gallon off when you sign up for your first five Phillips and three cents per gallon off every day after that. So join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. All right. The uh, the slumping sends <laughs> 11 and 15, last in their division, last in their conference, three and seven in their last 10 G.J. Smith fired. I know we just talked about this with uh, with the guys, but they've come here tomorrow to face the Coyotes. And, P.D., I know you said you don't necessarily believe in it with this. Do you think the Coyotes should be concerned that the Senators will have the new coaching bump? I mean, you always get that. And I think it depends how they really felt about, about D.J. And usually when a coach gets fired, it's a guy that's kind of lost that communication with the players. And it... it goes one of two ways. They're thrilled he's gone and pressure is off and they go play hard or they really liked the guy and they feel guilty that they ruined his life and it was their fault and they go out and play hard. So you can get you can get both responses from a coach and that's where we talk about the new coach bump. The one concern I have is the guy they're bringing in isn't warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And, and you usually bring in that warm and fuzzy guy after a guy like DJ Smith comes in and, and I tell you why Jacques Martin is not that. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't like this. I don't think this gets Ottawa out of the cellar. Clearly, it's not a long-term solution. I don't think. How much? How much does structure and all of that not change? To, I not mean, game one. Yeah, not game. They didn't even have a practice. They had a morning skate yeah, today. At, nothing will change. Yeah, you can't change structure overnight with with without having practice time. And honestly, when a new coach comes in that wants to put in a new system, whether it's changing their neutrals on their forecheck, whatever, that takes weeks weeks and you work on one thing at a time you can't make drastic changes the only thing you'll see now is guys have a little more freedom especially on the offensive side of the puck because no one's really keeping track of their structure today so tomorrow against the Arizona Coyotes the Ottawa Senators are gonna have a green light to go like it's gonna be all fun time Charlie it's gonna be a this is gonna be an up and down game like look for this to be one of those speed games where pucks the Ottawa's gonna gonna look to their offense tomorrow so I would again 
I don't know. Ingram's going in goal, so I don't want to say it to take the over, but this is going to be expect to see some fun offensive hockey out of Ottawa. So you don't think we're going to see a one nothing or I do two not. nothing game again? I do yeah. not. Yeah. I, I would say this is the over tomorrow. This is the getaway game again on this homestand. You you're looking to close out a, a perfect yep. homestand. They they came close on a much longer one. Obviously, they'd like to have this. You know, going into the break, you want to get on a little bit of a roll again, like they were before they went on the road. I think it's important they get this win. Yeah. It's the Ottawa Senators. I mean, I think they need to, and they've had problems against some some of the teams that are below them in the standings. Agreed. Um, So I I think this, we've talked about trap games when they played St. Louis, and this one is, is a game they need to, again, I always talk about the first 10 minutes. I think the first 10 minutes of this game is going to be very telling. You'll see where Ottawa is going to be with committed to their new coach. You're going to see what kind of a push they have, or can the Coyotes jump on them in the first 10 minutes and put them away early? And honestly, that could happen for a team that's been traveling out West. They're tired and they just want to go home. So I think the Coyotes need to have a great start tomorrow. I think that's what I would look for is my key to the, to the game. If I'm in the coaching staff, I'm going to make sure everybody's ready for the drop of the puck tomorrow. Another huge storyline. I mean, that wasn't even the storyline until about two hours ago. But Jacob Chikrin, the Liver King himself, the, the, our Liver little bobble. Hey, Walt too. Yes, he'll be at the he game. He was also in town. Yep. Watching um, Jacob Chikrin, his first time back in Arizona since getting traded to the Senators at the deadline last season. Um, should be interesting. Craig, I know you're planning on catching up with him. Yeah, I got to chat with him tomorrow. I was supposed to chat today, but, you know, some things went down with yeah. Ottawa, so they pulled back on availability a little bit. But I will get a chance to talk to Chick tomorrow and just take the temperature. He's got nine points in nine games this month, so he's producing offensively. Um, clearly, it hasn't translated into team success thus far. I'd like to say one question for for you to post him tomorrow because it is his first time back in a visiting team sweater. They've got the night tonight. Um, I'm curious to see if he goes out with some of the Coyotes for dinner. And if he did, who? Because they're still close. They still communicate. They're still friends. And I think that's that's a lot more common than people know that when you go to the city you used to mm-hmm. play in, that you meet up with your buddies and you go out to dinner. What do you think the reaction is going to be to Chick at Mullet? We discussed this on the post-game show on Saturday, and we put a poll in the YouTube chat. Would you boo Jacob Chikrin and I think it was like 63% said no I'm very curious um I think I think a lot of it has to do with how a a thing ended and I Mm -hmm. think there's also a lot of confusion about how it ended because people thought that he demanded the trade when really the Coyotes had approached him about it to begin with I know it wasn't like you know he was scratched for trade related reasons a thousand times before he eventually got traded it was just a weird weird situation but for me at least at the end of the day like he played a huge role in this organization and I think he meant a lot to this fan base and if I were at the game as a fan I would cheer for Jacob Chikrin personally um that's just that's how I feel but I'm really curious I mean Steven in the chat just said boo so I'm interested to get a pulse check your your point is really important though the Coyotes approached him first right and that's when he started thinking about it and thinking do I want to go through another rebuild, do I want to deal with all the stuff that this franchise has dealt with pretty much his entire career here? Jacob Chikrin goes back to the Dave Tippett days when he made the roster out of camp as a very young guy. He's watched the same things, the same storylines play out in Arizona. It's a rebuild. We don't have an arena. Still don't have an arena. Still in a rebuild. So you can understand once they said, hey, would you be open to this? Why he might start thinking about it and say, okay. Now, I know there's that that media day moment, right? Where he got up on the mic and he, he spoke from the heart. 
<clears throat> we criticize athletes a lot for speaking in cliches. And then when they're, they're candid, we criticize them. I get it. I, I get why a player would not maybe want to commit their prime of their career to a team that's in a rebuild and a team that still has instability. I don't think that's unreasonable as a stance. I really don't. Now, it's crazy to think how how quickly things turned with Jacob Chikrin, though, because he was, after that one season where he was in the Norris Trophy conversation, he was the guy. He was the staple. He was the foundational piece of this franchise. A year later, it's crazy how things turn in this league. It's just yeah, amazing to me. You look at him, he was a guy that this team couldn't trade. He was the one, yeah. one piece you go, well, Chikrin's, he's untradeable because of the numbers he put up that year he was considered in the Norris conversation. The concern I have for him tomorrow is what he said in that press conference. Not only did we all hear it, his teammates at the time mm -hmm. inside the Arizona Coyotes locker room heard it, and they weren't happy. Nope. And there are a lot of those guys still here. And that's fair. So I'm curious to see how they respond to this, because after that came out and he said it, and yes, the team approached him. We, we've, we've, we've documented that, and you've reported on that. But he didn't need to say what he said and coming out and saying, I want to play for a winner was a mistake. And I, and, and I don't know if he felt that was a mistake, but it was because his teammates and not us, not the, the fans, not the people looking on the periphery, the guys inside the locker room did not appreciate that. And, yeah. and we've heard that about, so I'm curious to see how they respond to this. Is it, is it pay the piper time? I don't know. I don't know either. And it's, it's obviously ironic too, that, the Coyotes are two games over 500, and the Ottawa Centers is the team that you know he was going to presumably to play a, be a part of a winner. Uh, we talked about the overhyped team. Yeah, they're in last place in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, yeah. And and, and by the way, you want to go to a, a drama-free organization? The Ottawa Senators are not it. No. Yeah, holy. No, they were the, that's exactly. They right. had all the headlines <laughs> to start the season. Yeah, so I, I don't know, and I know it's his, it, where his hometown is, and it is. There's family there, there. and that, just, that part's cool. And that I just cool. I just still don't think he should be booed though. I don't either. I, I think you can. I think both. I of don't you, either. I think both of you are like. I think your point, especially with the thing he said and how his teammates reacted, like it's okay to have mixed feelings about him. Yep. I just don't think he. Deserves well, and, to and I leave that up to the players too. If if I'm on the Coyotes and I'm still pissed about it because I, I, and I don't know everything that was said inside the room. Only the players do. Yep. So only the players. This is their thing. If they think, oh, we can kumbaya and hug and kiss and everything's great, fine. Yeah. But if the players go, you know what? He did us wrong, and now they're coming into mullet. Get ready. Keep your head up. Keep your head up when you're going back. Have you back seen that before? Have you yes. seen that happen before? Okay. Absolutely. You've seen that before with a guy that gets traded, and you go, okay, yeah, welcome back. Welcome home. Now, do I anticipate that with Chick? Probably not. But we'll see. <laughs> Roaring Fork said the Senators have arena issues, too. That exactly. Is, I was going to say that's exactly right. Banana? Like you're going. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. one of three places where the location is like, what were you thinking? Oh, boy. Um, all right. Well, before we wrap up, Craig, you did notice some different lines at practice today. Not sure if they'll be implemented tomorrow yeah, night or I'll, not, but I wanted. Yeah, I'm going to check in tomorrow to, to make sure. Um, but first of all, Sean Dursey's not going to play again tomorrow, which is disappointing. Sucks, yeah. um, we, you know, we've been told for a while that he's day to day. I mean, he misses any more time and it was it's going to be week to week. <laughs> given the amount of time that he's missing. Um, but yeah, I, I noticed that Jason Zucker was with uh, Logan Cooley and Liam O'Brien today, but maybe it's, you know, because of that spicy tuna. What, what did, what did, Oh, what did Jordan, Jordan Schmaltz, Schmaltz call it? Like the spicy tuna after that hands back or something? And I asked, I asked Liam about it today. I was like, is there a name for it? He goes, 
there's no name for that. That just happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. But it's some, something for us to look at for tomorrow. For sure. Yeah. 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 So tomorrow will be an interesting one. Absolutely. Um, and maybe if you don't know how you're going to feel seeing Jacob Trigger, maybe take an OGs before the game. I don't know. <laughs> um, chill out for a second. I actually won OGs in our holiday party raffle, which I'm really excited about. I got the Indica, the creams, and they're the minis which I'm super excited about. I love the creams, the orange creams, cold, the black raisin cream. So good. Um, OGs, another great stocking stuffer for the 21 and older crowd in your life. So check out OGs wherever you buy your, uh, your edibles and they're locally scratch made as well. So make sure you check them out and to learn more about OGs, mouthwatering options and upcoming deals, head on over to ogsbrands.com. Another great gift this holiday season, Shady Rays. <laughs> great styles, so many different colors, super durable. And Shady Rays stands by their products. If you want to see them in person, you can check them out at the Kierlin Commons location uh, to try them on. But right now for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. We have definitely gone over. The Suns crew is waiting to I go on. So nasty. sorry, everyone. Um, but anything else before we get out of here? No, we've got post game tomorrow. I think it's an important game for the, the Arizona Coyotes. I think this is, we don't want to say must win at this time of the season, but this is the game they need to win. Yep. Absolutely. So we'll be live tomorrow night after that game. So are we going to be live on Thursday too? We are. It may be Friday uh, at that point. It may be Friday uh, morning. Pretty start in San Jose. I bet you we're going on Friday. Yeah, we'll roll into oh, Friday. We'll roll into midnight after for sure. Dark. Coyotes yeah. after dark on Thursday. Yeah, okay, get ready. I'll stop talking. But be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live and you never miss any of our extra content. Um, and thank you again to Pete Blackburn, DJ Bean, and Sean DePaz for their weekly uh, Chaos Theory segment. Always have a blast with those guys again. Check out the What Chaos show um, on on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're on your podcasting app, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our show as well. You can follow us on Twitter. He's at S. Peters Hockey, trying to get to 2,000 by the end of the year. I'm at Leah Merrill. He's at Craig S. Morgan. You can follow Danielle at Abraca Danielle. And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, everybody, and we will see you all tomorrow.